This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <sighs> the elements, the weather, water, rain, sleet. Hail. Sand. Mm -hmm. Desert power. (laughs) Fire. Lasers. Mm -hmm. Tractors. (laughs) Harvesters. Crops. Mm -hmm. God, we know you are a God over the elements. We -hmm. know when it's raining, you're sad about something. We know when it's hot, you're really mad about something. And we know when it's like fairly temperate, like we can leave the house with a jacket on, that you're you're okay, but you're probably, you know, you're a little chilly. You're not going to talk to us maybe that day and answer our prayers. And when it's humid, mm-hmm. what's that? When it's humid, we know that you just got back from the gym <laughs> and you're feeling kind of sticky yourself, Lord. And God, we just want to pray because we know all these things are in your control. We live sometimes mm. under this illusion that Maybe weather is random, or perhaps on a trajectory towards climate more gi- disaster. More gym time. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. Mm-hmm. You're in yes. control. That's right. And you will be mm-hmm. in control for our children, for our children's children. And uh, Lord, we just want to come to you in faith and humility mm-hmm. and say a prayer over what you are in control of, Lord, mm-hmm. and give you thanks, especially thanks today, this of, of all days, Lord. So we'll start with Caroline. If anyone else mm-hmm. feels led to pray, they can, and then I'll close this out. Lord, um, I asked my friend Kevin to tell me, is this episode of thank- coming out Thanksgiving week? Lord, uh, you know that the schedule is written on my heart. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I forget to tell Caroline and that, yes, it will be coming out nine days after recording this, Praise which is you, uh, Thanksgiving Praise Eve, you. Lord. Thank you, Lord. So we want to give thanks today, too, God, especially. Mm-hmm. Giving thanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turkey time. Gobble, gobble. Mm. Gobble. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Um, I'm, yeah, let me send a prayer for the turkeys. Uh, forgive them yes. for the sin mm. they did. They know what they mm. did. Mm. It was disgusting. It was feathery. And it was wrong. And yes, Lord. this is their punishment Sorry. for the rest of mm. eternity. You made a promise on Noah's Ark. Turkeys, you guys are screwed. Lord, we know that pardoning a turkey is only Name something it. that happens through salvation. <laughs> Name it. The laws and rulers of this world Name try it. to pardon, but there's only so much you can do. Only if they confess mm. their own sin and denounce their pride. And they say, I've mm. gobbled for the approval of other turkeys, <laughs> and now I want to gobble right. for you, Lord. That's right. If anyone That's else right. feels led to pray right now, may they go ahead and no. speak now. Yeah, I just want to ex- call on the exclusively male God. <laughs> yep. Just that I mm. that I need to just confess my my inability to adjust to daylight savings um, time. Mm. Oh Lord, and forgive my compulsion to open a bottle of wine at four p.m. every day, <laughs> long after the sun has gone down. Just want to lift it up. Amen, love. 
Yes, God, we know that you are a God that exists outside of time and space, but sometimes the time is wine o'clock, and mm. we do want to have uh, reverence sometimes. and faith in mm. that, that mm. you will bless communion mm. and maybe like second communion and third communion, God. So many communions. Breakfast communion. Mm. <laughs> Pre-noon communion, <laughs> as is popular with so many people. Lunch. Unfortunately, <laughs> lunch communion, second lunch Love communion. It. So, Lord, we want to come to the table. The table mm. that Amy Grant talks about, which is not red. <laughs> it, it is lily white by all indications. Oh, yes. And we want to give thanks and break bread, cornbread and otherwise, dinner rolls, yep. mm. and have gratitude yeah. uh, today, mm-hmm. Lord. So we give it all up to you. And it's for your precious, exclusively male name, we pray. <laughs> Amen. 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 Lift it up. And he is... Oral sex is even more intimate and delicate, it seems, than copulation. And we know this because even married couples are wondering if they should go there. It's as if it's a stage of intimacy that may not even be proper for married people. And so to think it can be an innocent substitute for copulation so people can obey the letter of the law. All right, this is going long. i got to cut it off. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have Good Christian Fun. That was, of course, Larry, <laughs> David, John the Diaper Piper himself. And it is true. It is so, so ingrained for the last 20 years of that show's legacy that if you put it under anything, especially John Piper talking about oral sex. Talking about anything. It's funny. Oh, yeah. It's still funny. Copulation. So Copulation. Oh. Have you heard anything? No. Less attractive. No. Less horny, less sexual. He did that on purpose. I think (laughs) so. What's the driest word and the driest way I can say it? It's a psyop. It's like how he maintains purity culture. It's like, I'll talk about it, but nobody's going to like it when I talk about it. Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the music and the movies and the entertainment made for and made by Christians. But we're not here to make fun of you or to make you go to church. We're just here to... Have good Christian fun and right. to give thanks yeah. for all the fun we've had this year. Oh my goodness gratitude gracious. Gratitude is the did attitude. You, did you say gratitude? <laughs> I hope we all have little chefs pulling on our hair. Telling us to say thank you. <laughs> yeah. He pulls and then it's like we put our prayer hands Very together. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like out of our gratitude-y. control. Gratitude. That There's something there. I feel like that's a dish you're going to make for your family Thanksgiving. Gratitude. Oh, I hope so. Love I'm not doing a family you. Thanksgiving this year, though. Oh, yeah. It's Friendsgiving. It's been Friendsgiving, Friendsgiving for go. going on a decade, though. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy yeah. about that. That's I feel good. good about that. You're basically an expat. From Texas. That's right. Texas and Oklahoma, Uh yes, fellow comrade. Oh, gracious. But we're talking today about a song called Consuming Fire by Third Day. Caroline, we've covered Third Day on the show. Do you have any memory of them at all? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I do. We've talked about them with our friend Joel Kim Booster. We talked about them with our friend Eddie Kaufholtz. And now we're going to talk about them once again 
with a third person to, to maybe complete third. the Third Day Trilogy. <laughs> Friends and folks, she's a singer-songwriter. You can catch her latest album, The Water Comes Back, wherever you get your music. Give it the hell up for Amy Callahan! Nah. Yes. Oh, the turkeys are gobbling for their salvation right now. They're raising oh God, their little place. wings, saying, God, spare me from <laughs> eternal <laughs> ovenry. <laughs> Somehow they're putting them together in a prayer. Oh, poor guys. Poor yeah. guys. Katie, Katie, thanks hey. for joining us, friend. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. What a, a time. What a, a time. What a time. What a time. What a time. Finally, the singer-songwriter's perspective Finally. on Third Day. We've had That's the comedian and then the pastor <laughs> podcast, and now we get the singer-songwriter's perspective. Oh, yeah. That's what you needed. On this I really band. felt it. The prism we need. Strongly. Oh, my goodness gracious. You know, it's like, uh, what's that song? Uh, or not the song. What's the disease that they made an entire oh, episode of Scrubs out of where— uh, people hear <laughs> and and experience the music via via song. People experience their lives and life events like through music. Oh my god! Famously, Mary Steenburgen got it. Do you know about this? She like hit her I head and then what? she started hearing music all the time. All the Ted, time. Ted Danson's wife and an accomplished actress in her own right from you know things yes. like Back to the Future Three and Thirty Rock right. and Clifford and Clifford. Most importantly, from Clifford, <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you. she started hearing music everywhere. So much so that she ended up writing, co-writing a song that, that got nominated for an Oscar. Right. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about this story. Yeah. Stop and it was it. a good, it, well, it was a great song. Yeah, I mean, it was Academy Award nominated. They famously never nominated a bad song. Katie, do you have a version yeah. of this disease yourself where everything is <laughs> Everything is music. To you? Like that. Haven't Did that you sound been like singing music? all along? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be terrible if you did have that disease, but everyone sings terribly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you hear music, but it's all it's music like you don't shit. like. <laughs> Wasn't there a recent show that I don't think was picked up for a second season, but maybe was picked up for a second season about a girl who got a thing and then suddenly everything she heard was music? Is oh. that, not, is that, that, that what happen? Zoe's Zoe's Extraordinary yes. Is that what playlist? that is? Yeah. Oh, okay. playlist. Yes. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. So, all right. Um, well, Zoe experienced I'm, it. It's based on my life. I don't know. <laughs> okay, wow. It's rough. It's fine. They need but, to pay you. I think it's something I was thinking about this during the intro song, the Singer Praise okay. of the Lord, the Amy Grant version. That was also uh, co-written by Rich Mullins and is a mashup of like a classical piece of music. I get kind yes. of insecure about my own music choices <laughs> around people that I have respect for their either craft or taste in music. <laughs> it's something where I can't help but view my stuff or listen to my stuff through the eyes of the other in that respect. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, something like that. Was that an okay guest intro? Did you like that? Did <laughs> oh, that I work for you? Are you kidding? Okay, Do I you just feel like sure. I'm the kind of person who's ever had a guest intro before? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Oh, God. So, like, I wish I had a karaoke mic and we could jump on <laughs> in, in there, there. Yes. with my girl. <laughs> and listen, and when we saw Amy Grant on, uh, live in concert about a month ago, uh, she a month did, ago. She yeah. did do that song. <gasps> Amazing. Yeah. Ugh. And she, she did what I'd call a, a chill, but it's slightly chilled out, oh, slightly yeah. <laughs> slowed down, slightly lower oh. key version of the song. What? I mean, that feels like a little anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah. It was more like a loungy Rain jazz standard. Yeah. Love. Yeah. She was snipping and snapping along. Shattery, a little, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talk singing. I love a talk singer. Yeah, she hasn't gotten Please. quite there. <laughs> 
But I do think, and maybe maybe this is something you can start doing as you've done a little bit, as I've heard in some of your music. We need to bring back the talk sing bridge because it used to be for uh, so many bless. pop standards back in the forties, back when America was great. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was great, but totally. Uh, the, you know, there'd be the you know melodic verses, and then, darling, don't you know I've always loved you? Don't you know? I love Baby. you through and through. A lot of do to do. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's always mm-hmm. a guy apologizing for something. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> so <my> sorry. <laughs> so, you know, maybe, it was your fault. maybe the trend starts, continues again in your continues own again. music. Listen, and stuff. I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I, I, I could get behind that. Okay. Good. Just, you know, the right day to come in the studio in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, baby, I don't know. I feel like I could do it. I feel like I could exercise that. You know, I'll think it about happen. it. It could happen. It could happen. Well, we would love to talk to you generally about your life, your history. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and, and start recording the Zoom. Thank oh. you, honey. <laughs> now we no, got don't it. worry. We've been recording the whole time. This is just a little backup, backup. And it's great, great, really great, just great. peace of mind for our engineer and producer. Emma. But we'd love to Thanks, know Emma. about your history and background with faith, with religion, and as it pertains to your music and the work you're doing now. Yeah, I don't. This is, I I uh, I grew up in the church. My family, uh, my my parents are both Catholic. Growing up, one Irish, one Italian, Thanks. and uh, they both converted. Exactly, they both converted <laughs> to uh, I guess evangelicalism in the like the Jesus movement of the late seventies, kind of. And it was a big deal for their families that they did that and like baptized my brother in the not Catholic church and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. that's kind of where we came from. My dad is a military doctor. Mm. Um, so we moved around a bunch till I was about six and then we landed in Hawaii and that's through a lot of circumstances. We ended up staying there for my whole school time. So about 13 years. Mm. So I grew up there, um, a military kid, which is a complicated thing that is its own subject. Uh, a military? I don't think that's complicated. <laughs> military, <laughs> What's complicated? Military bases yeah. <laughs> on sovereign land. It's fine. It's fine. It's cool. It's cool. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so I grew up in Hawaii and uh, our, our church was, um, it was actually weirdly founded by Mennonites, but um, then sort of like took root and sort of uh, was, was, became its own thing. And it was essentially like a family a church, maybe like six or seven families. Well, let me tell you, when the Mennonites came back, were they surprised? Oh, they came back? <laughs> like, just like check in on the church? like the missionaries. Yeah, like oh. they'd like pop in <laughs> and they'd have their little bonnets and stuff and they'd walk in and they'd be like, What? is going on yeah they saw nary a bonnet in sight (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry um but at any point yeah like my family so i come from a big family i'm one of seven kids uh in my family Mm -hmm. and uh, at any point like 80 to 100 percent of the worship team was our family (laughs) 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 um which was, you know, probably like a combination of white saviorism and like we can do this better and just like this is this is who's available. Yeah. Um, the people I learned to play music from were not my family. So, that you know, it, that's where I learned how to play with people and different instruments and things like that. Um, Your family was, were they like leading the Sunday worship every week? together pretty yeah. much okay yeah pretty much i mean like it, it's big but it, you know it's also like it was in a rec center you know what i mean like it was yeah. in like a rec center <laughs> we carted all the instruments to church in our 15 passenger van you know what i mean like yeah. this is this is what happened and so it didn't feel like an absurd thing later telling the story as in right now it feels like an absurd thing <laughs> it feels absurd um but it, no it was, it was good um 
Yeah. So that's kind of how I grew up, came up in the church, kind of continued doing worship leading stuff through like high school and, and into college. And, um, and yeah, had like a, I don't know. I feel like what ended up being a pretty healthy skepticism, probably, um, my whole life, which I think has honestly saved me from a lot of stuff. Like I was pretty skeptical of like young life, um, Mm. and youth groups in general, but like, to be honest, that probably is just because I'm not a participator. (laughs) <laughs> um, how, how would you describe yourself then? What's the opposite of a participant? <laughs> if you're like, let's go out, I'm like, no. sideliner, if you will. You guys have fun. Yes, I'll be over it's here. Tough I'll to radicalize you. the bench I'll warmers, make, you know? <laughs> I'll, make, I'll make acute observations from you, but over here. <laughs> Way back over hey. here. But I, like, honestly, it was probably my Enneagram for being like, I'm so different. and. From you. Should I yield the floor to the Enneagram fours in the uh, in the Zoom room? Do right not now? participate hey, unless I really want to. <laughs> it's true. Right. It's true. I'm gonna judge you the whole time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah. <laughs> so so what, was your faith up into like, you know, through your high school years and going to your church? Would you say it was like mm-hmm. it was pretty healthy and like interesting and good for you at that time? It sounds like it was nice. I think it was. I think it was good for me. I think I was um, probably a little more earnest and self-righteous than I needed to be, like most people sure, who are sure. young. And uh, yeah, but overall, I think it was kind of like, it was this. It was the thing that we did, right? Like I didn't go, I didn't drive till I was 18. Just was talking about this actually with my young daughter who was eight. Um, <laughs> didn't she like scoffed at you like, oh, loser. <laughs> She's like, mom. Whoa. <laughs> we were like... We were like, you're halfway to driving age. And she's like, actually, it's sooner. <laughs> so we're like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Most people. <laughs> um, Wait, was there a reason for that? Why Why that was a, you were a late bloomer vehicularly? <laughs> I, um, I, in, I took the bus everywhere. <laughs> oh, great. I took the city bus. A yeah, public transit queen. That's me. That's me. One of my early songs is called Bus People for that reason. Okay. And it goes, <laughs> Bus so People good. Got No Reason to Live. Yeah. As I understand. That's us. That's us. I don't know how you knew it, but you knew it. Um, <laughs> no reason to drive, uh, I guess. No reason to drive. And we didn't. And we didn't. That's great. <laughs> and so we didn't. Um, yeah, it was actually because I got a scholarship to college. And the deal was like, if I got a full ride, um, my, my folks would like up until a certain monetary threshold would get us a used car. Oh, and yes. um, I didn't know how to drive and I got a full ride. And I was like, damn it. So I learned uh, <laughs> real quick. Um, I real quick got to drive. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think it was, it was pretty anchoring, but it was the thing. You know what I mean? Like it was like every Saturday morning we did practice. That's what we did on the weekends. And, and then every Sunday we spent the first half of Sunday in church. That's what we did mm-hmm. on Sundays. And it was like, there wasn't a lot of room for other stuff. But I didn't feel like I missed a lot, I guess. And it, and maybe it was because I was playing music with, like, my siblings for the most part. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was kind of fun, but also, like, felt like a connection and a group in and of itself. But, yeah, I didn't I didn't feel like it, it was it was pretty anchoring, I think, in a lot of ways. And, um, yeah, I'm great. I mean, it's those are my roots, regardless of how I've ended up. Those are still yeah. this is where I came from, you know? Yeah. And it's nice because so most music, and especially probably in the context that you were playing it, can remain... Mm-hmm basically uh, hmm, like value neutral as an object. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It can be exactly, something where yeah. it's not like we were <laughs> spreading a hate-filled message particularly right. or destroying someone's right. life with a certain kind of ideology. Yeah, um, yeah, mm-hmm. and those <laughs> things can be attached to like lyrical yeah. ideas that can be damaging in some ways. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it did function probably, it sounds like, as a way to bond with your family 
and then to provide something of value to the community yeah. or to the church. Right. I, I I would I would totally agree with that. And I think on it like selfishly, like also training like the reason that I kind of wanted to sing at all was because I learned how to do it there mm-hmm. and like learned how to perform or whatever, you know, in that small little setting. Um and I'm great I'm grateful for that. And I did go on like in college to be like to do worship, always a little skeptical of everything, but like do worship at our college Christian fellowship, which in fact was called GCF, which I think is really funny. It was oh. called GCF? Why? Why yeah, what did it stand for? <laughs> it was an intervarsity branch and I went to a school called Goucher. So it was Goucher Christian Fellowship. Oh, my gosh. So. so we need to retroactively sue them as yeah, soon as can possible. Can we sue them out of existence? The Do they still exist? Is- <laughs> <laughs> you better lawyer up. I mean, good luck. <laughs> Oh man, a GCF way back then. Gophers, get out of here. <laughs> what got you interested in in like joining uh, InterVarsity or joining that GCF? I mean, honestly, it was because my parents did it. My parents did it. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, this is what we do when we go to college. We find a way yeah. to plug in spiritually, you know? And yes. so I did that Keep and I ended rolling. up becoming very close. Exactly. Very <laughs> um, good friends with the, the person who was leading it, who is about like five years older than me, just had graduated from Goucher as well. Um saying Goucher, like everybody knows where Goucher is, which is a, it's just in a suburb of Baltimore. Well, they will okay. once they're demolished they because of our lawsuit. <laughs> you wreck oh, their no. lives. I'm responsible for so much. <laughs> now I have guilt. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I actually, I, I ended up getting married super young in college, actually, to somebody else in the Christian fellowship, doing all the right things, right? So like, being a good Christian girl, doing all the right things, waiting for marriage, finding a Christian guy and the fellowship and blah, 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 blah. Um, but I was also like r- real depressed. Um, so we got married and and it was already bad. You know what I mean? It was bad mm-hmm. from the start and it wasn't his fault, honestly. And mm-hmm. we were both ch- children and, um, and, you know, it didn't last very long. But we were trying to make it work. And after college, I got plugged in at this other church and uh, basically it's something to do and um, sort of was there for the next, on and off for the next 10 years, mm-hmm. um, wow. worship leading one way or another. And uh, was that your during vocation? One, like that was your job or were you volunteering also? I was volunteering. Okay, yeah. Of course I was volunteering. Okay. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I worked big at a wine shop. The worship <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> so many dollars. So many extra dollars for the worship festival. <laughs> Um, no, it was like this weird, like, um, not quite youth, but not quite adult ministry. Do you know what I mean? It was like, we're college, but not later than yes, co- I know singles, are. but yeah. probably not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 So it was one of those ministries and, um, I was worship leading there and then just kind of got like stuck onto the main stage and kind of through all of that, my marriage fell apart and, um, you know, some years later I started seeing somebody in who worked for the church too. And, um, the divorce wasn't final, uh, and it was frowned upon by, um, the leadership there. So like they, he, this person was, who looked shockingly like Mac Powell in the video for consuming fire, oh, not Lord. to jump ahead. Crazy. Oh, wow. Shockingly. I was well, so, yesterday I was watching type. it. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on, somebody. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so and he was like, you know, uh, told to break up with me and all these things. Oh my and God. I was like, what is happening? And um, through all of that, it was handled poorly. I left for a while. I was like, I need a break. And um, in that break, we sort of, a lot of life happened. I got remarried to somebody, not that person. And um, I went back and and I was met with like, well, we're going to have to think about it because you committed adultery. And I was like, oh, come on. 
a what now? <laughs> oh, what are like, you saying? Technically, um, we counted. Ooh. Did you need to but see like, the paperwork ahead yeah, of time? Yeah, it was just a very, it was a confusing <laughs> thing. And it was like delivered. It. Exactly, right. And it was delivered by somebody I really loved and, mm. and respected. And it was like mentoring me. And that's what they, yeah. So anyway, but like a fool um, who continues to punish themselves, um, like any good Christian, <laughs> I went, <laughs> I pursued it. And I, you know, I started I started playing again on the main stage. Um, you know, it was unacceptable as a as a single woman, but it was acceptable as a married woman. Wow. <laughs> um, and like through lots of weird, you know, microaggressions that you get as a woman in a leadership position in an evangelical church. Um, you know, whatever. That's that's what you'd expect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I one time led worship eight months pregnant. And somebody in the um, congregation told my worship pastor that it was lewd that I was <gasps> up there like that. That it was lewd? <laughs> well, no. That What that person is confessing is, hey, I'm a freak. <laughs> I'm kind of into this. Yeah, this is my thing. And you unfortunately handed it to me on a silver platter. <laughs> Belly was oh looking at it off of All kinds of right Don't cause there. me a stumble. For God's <laughs> Probably sake. Probably a loose-fitting dress or whatever oh, you had to Lord. wear. <laughs> oh, my God. The nerd. Just like the existence of being pregnant is a lewd act. Yeah, exactly. So fun. So I mean, pray post- for it, but we don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, pregnancy, right. I mean, let's let's have some empathy. Pregnancy in itself is lewd that it exists at all. <laughs> yeah, that it exists. It's I wrong. You're right. So the sight of <laughs> a pregnant right. woman is is telling the world, hey, sex happened at oh, one no. point, <laughs> which is kind of, evidence. you know, uncalled for in polite society <laughs> to like, you know, gallivant <laughs> like that. Oh, really Lord, that's awful. Oh, man. What well, a showboat, exactly. Ugh, just sticking it all out nasty. there. Not cool. Um, nasty, not cool. Yeah. <laughs> I left. I So after a while, I left the church. And there, there were a few reasons that I left. Um, but the first of which was um, the death of Freddie Gray, who was a young black man killed in police custody here in Baltimore. And it was um, sort of the beginning of a pretty significant uh, uprising here. And I had worship. I was on for worship that weekend mm-hmm. and I had written a prayer and it was something like, I just was really affected and felt the weight of the fact that Baltimore, like most old American cities, is a pretty segregated place designed to be so. I have benefited from that, whether or not, you know, I come from this ground or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I uh, So I wrote a prayer and it was kind of communal and it was like a a plural, like we kind of a thing. And somebody was like, you should really run this by the pastor. And I did. And of course the feedback was like, yeah, I think people feel uncomfortable being included in things like we've done wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, hmm, you know, just that like very white evangelical individual, like it's just me here. Yeah, I didn't do that. Mm -hmm. Not me. Yeah, exactly. Mm, I didn't do that. Um, So that was like, clue one and then did you not expect uh, that like you thought that everyone would be kind of at least on the same page of like mourning this loss and feeling a little responsible in some way or did you know like maybe i'm pushing also a a a moment here um i think i probably knew i was pushing a little bit but i also Mm -hmm. feel like you know i went to catholic school and episcopal school and there's a lot of like we language right of course yeah creeds and stuff like that so it's kind of like i thought i was kind of just joining ranks a little bit and the fact that that was a sticking point, and I, I said it anyway, because that's what it did. But um, but just the fact that that was a sticking point was like, what are we doing here exactly? Yeah. Like, n- not to say, like, I wasn't asking everybody to abolish the police. You know what I mean? Like, so that was not the call at that moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
it, it was not like some, I didn't feel controversial, but it was controversial to them. It is so interesting how you're describing it though, because it is so traditional in, in the sense of like right. the rituals exactly. you're describing of, we believe in God, the father maker of heaven and earth and in all the apostles creed stuff. Mm-hmm. And even in contemporary worship, the whole POV is often, uh, sometimes it's individual we. I, but yeah. oftentimes it's we. It's but it is be, interesting yeah. that once you get a little specifics, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, because they'll say, like, yeah, we've all sinned, God, and, like, we ask your forgiveness mm-hmm. today. Like, that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, but if it's, yeah. like, about someone who has died at the hands of the police, mm-hmm. it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. not exactly. Hey, kind of sin. No. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, no. <laughs> Silly. Mm. <laughs> Don't do that. Interesting, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next one was the, and I think it's a pretty common story, the 2016 election, um, which is another weekend I happened to be on <laughs> for worship. And, you know, a worship practice was on Wednesdays and the election was on a Tuesday. And uh, I um, I was pregnant a little bit with my my second kid. And I was like, how, I was real shook. I was real shook. Like, how do I, how do I teach my kids that, the, that, that these people don't win when these people just did? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I went, I went to, to, to whatever, to rehearsal and, and, you know, one of the songs you're singing was one of those like victory, like we're on the right football team kind of songs. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. and, <laughs> Friday night lights with yeah. the guy. <laughs> we call that Friday night lights worship. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was Friday night lights. It, it, it was worship in Dallas. That's what we're calling it. Oh, no. um, but uh, it was um it became evident to me as i sang the song like half the people in this room think that this victory listed in the song means that like this this person just won the presidency that's what they're equating victory with right and i'm included with those people who made this possible and i don't want to be included with these people who made that possible mm-hmm. um was, so was that a, kind of the tenor of the church as well, culturally is more of a even if it was like quietly so more of a conservative bent I think the timbre of a lot of churches, white evangelical churches, is fear and fear to say anything one way or another. And so better safe than sorry, don't say anything and err on the side of like what would be slapped, what label would be slapped on this space, Mm -hmm. right? Like, well, we're evangelical, we're predominantly white, must be, you know, must be anti-abortion, must be you know, must be anti-LGBTQIA uh, rights, must be, you know, like slap all those labels on it. Yeah, probably that's fine. And if it is, like, maybe not, but we don't need to chat about it. You know, like one right. of the big, they had a mass exodus of people at some point because women were allowed to be elders. Put a mm-hmm. handful. Mm-hmm. Like that was kind of where we're coming from. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, it took me a while, but I, I got out of that. I left um, eventually and felt kind of like I was, um, nowhere for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was listening to, to the, the last, the last one about third day. <laughs> you guys did. Oh yeah. Um, oh, and, our podcast. And you talk about, you're a podcast. Um, it's so, so in often is our podcast part of the guest testimony. <laughs> We're telling you then that's why I decided to check meta. out of faith forever. <laughs> very meta. <laughs> no, no, but you mentioned something like the Pete Holmes path. 
or something, the people oh, sure. way yeah, or the people. Yeah, yeah. Well trod. And it was yeah, uh-huh. well trod. And it was definitely something that I wandered down, but via the liturgist mm-hmm. podcast. Yes. Via um yeah, Michael Gunger and, and Science Michael. Kind of then. the Pete Holmes path as well. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it, it is funny. It merges together. They at one did point. merge it's, in a yellow wood. It's uh-huh. one <laughs> yeah. It is one large pot of people. Um but they yeah, so I did that for a while and ended up at a um, at a retreat led by Lisa Gunger mm-hmm. and um Hillary McBride, Dr. Hillary McBride at, at uh, some point in Ojai. And it was about the sacred feminine. And for me, it was sort of just like a reconfiguring what it was, who, like, not even who, but like what God could be, wh- what kinds of things God could encompass. And kind of like a an invitation to start reclaiming goodness in my body, goodness in my intuition. Um, in in the space that I occupy, mm-hmm. and um, and and that like that has felt like where I am kind of spiritually the past several years, and that kind of yeah, that's that's what the water comes back. That's what my my album is really all about. Is about kind of that occupying that space is it the space of reclaiming. Is the it, space it, of reclaiming, yeah, the the space both of mourning. Uh, uh, like, because I, I think that it's all kind of the same space, right? Like, you have to both hold grief and and movement in the same in the same breath. Because I think that that's a lot of the time church church pain, church grief, um, faith transition. People expect it to be like kind of linear, and if you're if if you're interacting with people outside of church spaces, it's sort of really hard to explain how intrinsic those beliefs are to you. You know, like how core like the the belief that I like lit- how many times have I said I am nothing how many times have I been like Ooh, I'm invisible yeah. let God flow through me you know so like reclaiming so, so both mourning the like how how did I do that to myself yeah all that time mm-hmm. how did you do that to me all that time and then also like claiming like the oh oh I'm like here I am like this physical presence is what I have right now and I I get to move and breathe and live live in that. And sort of it's, it feels like both triumph and grief all at once, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then it's not just like a conduit for God and everything that you know about it. But right. it, your presence yeah. actually matters and it has to be asserted. Right. <laughs> like the things that you right. think right. and care exactly. about and all that. Yeah. And that yeah. um that process too of like imagining feminine aspects to God when you spent a lifetime mm-hmm. only as God as male mm-hmm. and father and right. headship and Jesus and like all those right. kind of personalities. Mm-hmm. And you see yourself almost in contrast to God a lot of the time. Yes. And then to realize right. like, oh, a lot of the things about me or the women I love in my life or anybody mm-hmm. like I can be mm-hmm. also tacked on to this personality that I've ascribed yeah. to God. Mm. It really yeah. shakes up a lot. <laughs> like I've talked it about really that on the show too of just like, yeah calling God her for a while and how that like really Ooh. fucked my brain up for a while. I was like, what on earth? This is crazy. Yeah. It's like, can, can I be, can I be that close to what I've thought of as God that whole time? Like, yeah. yeah. And like, the, yeah, the thing was the thing that really like one of the biggest things that, that, that shook me in that way was like literally giving birth. And because mm. I was like, oh my God, this is what communion is. Like literally oh this is the sacrament of communion. Yeah. How did we divorce this from? <laughs> Yeah, make it lewd. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like it, really, it was right, like exactly. ganky to there be was, pregnant instead right. of like totally divine <laughs> and amazing. Yeah. And literally like how life <laughs> continues on on earth, you know, like through women right. in that way. So or people. Right. And, that, and like but, the yeah. like the literal visual metaphors associated with communion and how closely they're tied mm-hmm. to the act of giving birth and nurturing and like like 
And like it's giving very your body. Close, yes. Yeah. Exactly. To uh-huh. the birthing person's experience. So yeah. there's really no reason to divorce it. And yet that's what that's what they that's what the that's what the church has done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's sad, isn't it? It's sad that we've we've eliminated that kind of metaphor from mm-hmm. people's experiences. That's that's kind of tragic. Yeah. I have yeah. a funny little anecdote to to uh, mm-hmm. talk about <laughs> as far as like uh God, she, her pronouns go. I went to a wedding okay. this past weekend. It was actually our friend Janielle Kastner, who was a, a guest on the show many years ago. Congrats, Janielle. Lovely. And the wedding was so awesome. It was it was so good. <laughs> they wrote their own vows, and the vows were amazing. And I cried during them. All the toasts were great. The band was incredible. It was like this New Orleans jazz band where they like played I'll Fly Away oh and all marched God. out at the end and everyone was singing on top of a hill and Dallas Whoa. was so beautiful. And during the ceremony, the actual wedding ceremony, overlooking White Rock Lake, um, oh. the officiant used she, her pronouns for God. And mm. it was just such a small mm. thing and, and such mm-hmm. a small change. But I think, especially given the context and in, in the way the, you know, the families, I'm sure weren't all, and, and as was clear later, like weren't all on the same page as far as like theology yeah. and view of God goes. But mm-hmm. it was just a small little nudge and yeah. to thread that element into something that maybe people weren't mm-hmm. expecting to, you know, uh, hear something contextualized like that. Mm-hmm. It was really yeah. powerful yeah. to mm-hmm. me. Uh, it yeah. was really, really Incredible. special cool. because it did still mm-hmm. feel it was it was it was a wedding that both didn't feel Christiany at all, but also still mm-hmm. felt very divine. But in a mm-hmm. way that didn't feel like that was in a box either. They just did such a good job mm. at, ma- yeah. at maintaining their like novelty of personality while still uh, and at, at once in maintaining their novelty of personality, having a personal mm-hmm. expression of faith in God. So it was it was really wow. beautiful wow. to behold. Beautiful. Mm. So yeah. hey, if you're if you're listening and you're thinking about getting married, that's just a teeny tiny little touch you could throw in there if you're feeling like it. A little I don't party know. She's listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she is. She's always listening. She here for you. She here for you. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, do you belong to a faith community now or a church of any sort where you where you practice? What's it like for you now? I do not, you know, I don't. Um I left church and I did not see any reason to go back. I've thought about it a number of times. My parents belong to like a really wonderful um, faith community in Southwest Baltimore where they're like, it's like a neighborhood. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. to me what church should be, right? Like a neighborhood Small and local. Yes. Uh Exactly. Right. (laughs) It's not trying to be giant. It's not trying to do anything other than like be there for the community, which I love. And um, I thought about it and I just like, there's, there's some things about the way that church is built that never feels divorced from the thing that I left. Yeah. Like, why do we listen to this one person talk for 40 minutes? I don't know. That I don't know alone. why we do that. I know. Right? Like, that's enough for me. <laughs> Thank you. No, um, no. I, I'm going to ask because this is something Caroline and I talk about a lot. Is it the 40 <laughs> minutes part or is it the one person part? Should I'm it be lie, it two people things. for 20 minutes? Could it be five I'm listening. I'm listening. Like, let's play with these numbers. Let's, let's play get a little creative work here. Work the numbers. Yeah. Find okay. the sweet spot. Let's optimize Test the, the church experience. Yes. Yeah. Because I agree what with you. What if it you. was five different... Can you imagine? It's just like... It's like five different pastors like got up <laughs> one after another and like gave their individual like <laughs> feelings and thoughts on something. So That like, would be really like, great. Actually, I feel like that would I be mean, cool because like if you had a topic and then you had them all like do their own riff right, on it, you would right. get like... 
totally different perspectives on the same thing. Now right? this sounds that like a, a church improv show, yes. <laughs> like a herald or something. <laughs> yes, can I get a word? The word yes, is peace. And <laughs> okay, peace makes me think of uh, time. <laughs> Someone's game. yelling time at you. <laughs> that would rule. Um, That's good. I like that. It's like hard that to idea. go back to church too when you realize how much free time you have. Oh, so much or like us. Are you kidding? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh my God. Good so day. many Sundays. Keeps I'm it away. Like, what I'm not free doing right now. Uh-huh. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, it's great. You tough. know what it was like? That was like, the feeling was like, I don't know. When you leave church, I don't know if this was your experience or not, but it was like, like visually just like closing your eyes and taking a leap into this like giant, vast blank, you know, expanse. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing it uh-huh. and you're up in the air <laughs> and then like you kind of open your eyes and like put down your feet. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, the ground is here also. Yeah. Like, like um, also here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still this, here. Th- and, and, and I feel like that's kind of where I am. I'm kind of like, maybe it's a, it's a little bit blank. Maybe it's a void, whatever. But like, I believe strongly that there's something divine in the world. I believe it's very closely tied to the natural rhythms of the seasons because those are also present in my body. Um, I believe those things are meant to reflect something holy, and I'm comfortable with that. I like that. That's <laughs> wow, nice. that's beautiful. We're not going to do any better than that, so we better cut to a break <laughs> yeah. before we ruin <laughs> it. Katie, thank you for sharing thank your you, story Katie. and speaking on that. Yes. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more Good Christian Fun. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time for another edition of Singles Ministry. It's Singles Ministry. How did you like that music, Katie? Was that okay? I loved it. 
It was a per- it was perfect. Thank you. There was nothing better. I We're- love seeing it on this side because I can see that you titled it Jingles Ministry. That's true. <laughs> it's just so cute. Oh, that's it's right. So yeah. It's the so jingle. Good. It's the jingle for singles. Oh, I love it. Before we I talk about it. consuming fire and the third day of it all, I want to get kind of an overview <laughs> of your experience with Christian pop culture because obviously it was so embedded in your experience from a young age. True. What was the true, true. kind of music that you guys were were first playing uh, when you were doing the the Partridge Family cosplay in Hawaii? <laughs> um, pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. Um, no, yeah, we uh, so we played like standard. So in Hawaii, a lot of pop culture is like five years behind. Mm-hmm. So we were a little delayed in a lot of the well, Christian music. I think is a little delayed anyway. So like, just multiply that a little bit. We were slightly behind. Shout to the Lord came late in the late in the day. Wow, if that makes any sense. They just got shout to the Lord last (laughs) week. (laughs) They they just got done with the Hallelujah. That's amazing. Oh no, Endel's a Messiah. (laughs) That was cutting edge. Um, That makes me sweaty. Um, So yeah, it was that kind of music. But like, we weren't really allowed to listen to um, music that was secular. I guess. Except for the oldie station, which is weird because like so many other songs are so gross. Oh yeah. But um, but we were allowed to listen to Christian music. And so like Jars of Clay was a very big part of our of my growing up. They remained my favorite band. They are they play a heavy, heavy role in this this album that I just made, actually. Oh really? Um yeah. Well, yeah, do you want to talk about that yeah. a little bit in in sure. terms of your collaboration? You? My collapse, my collapse <laughs> yeah. with my so best my best friends. Jars of Clay. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Guess verse. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I just, I, I um, as is typical in my life, I was in a cycle of uh, depression and decided to, to be like, I'm going to do something crazy. And I emailed <laughs> Jars of Clay, like the info at, um, after I released my first record, uh, uh, get it right, being like, thank you so much That's for great. all that you did for me. And they responded. Wow. Jars of Clay answers Charlie. the email, the info they at email. Answer the email. Wow. It was Charlie Law, the piano player. Way to go, play. Charlie. And he put me in touch with um, Matthew Odemark, who is the rhythm guitar player. And he um, also runs their studio. They have a studio in Nashville. And so we actually like connected right before the pandemic. And started like working on this project together. And so throughout that, like a lot of Zoom calls, a lot of co-writes, whatever. And in January of this year, I I flew down and did like a whirlwind two-week recording oh my gosh. stash <laughs> with them. And that's where this that's where this record came from. Yeah. So it's wild. Dan Hasseltine co-wrote one of my songs. Wow. Um, Charlie played keys on on all of them. And um, that must have felt Matthew. so surreal for you. <laughs> oh my God. It was wild. Like I'm in there sitting in the room with like Charlie Lowell and Matthew Odemark and like Steve Mason, the guitar player who mm-hmm. works downstairs in a barber shop, oh like walks by and is like, you know, like thumbs <laughs> yeah. up as he walks by. <laughs> so, Your eye twitches. Very, <laughs> oh my God. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and we're all sitting there in masks. And meanwhile, the Capitol is like being inundated oh, by sure, sure. psychos. And like, so all this is all <laughs> happening at the same time as like, it was a very surreal few weeks. Oh my God. It was a very surreal few weeks, but it was, but it was great. And um, yeah, I, I feel super lucky to have uh, been able to work with those guys. So my best friend, Stars Clay, um, <laughs> I listened to a lot of them. And obviously, uh, Third Day was, uh, Pretty significant worship wise. We'd played a lot of their songs, including Consuming Fire. Consuming Fire. This is the song that we're talking about today oh. from their debut album in 1996. Mm. How would you describe the genre? Because listening to it now <laughs> in 2021, it doesn't have the markers of contemporary worship, which is Mm-mm. the sort of like 
Coldplay, uh, Imagine Dragons, U2 mashup that a lot of Hillsong and Bethel stuff has now. (laughs) Like Consuming Fire, there's some like kind of, I don't know if they're like necessarily quirky, but they feel a little novel Mm -hmm. in terms of the musicality of being in 3-4 time and the chord structure Mm -hmm. is a little bit different. What music genre would you put it in? Can I tell you something funny? I read a bunch of interviews about it this morning and and um, they were asked that question. What genre would you call yourselves? <laughs> they said, American music. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Worship music is American music. Third American. day. It's American, American music. American it's American music. Okay. <laughs> Blues, like, oh. jazz. Okay. Cool. Third day. <laughs> American. <laughs> That's amazing. They're Dude. saving us all. They're saving us all. What would I call it? I don't know. Because it was like, it was like that, like, it was like Jesus grunge. I don't know. It was like that. Jesus grunge. Like like Jesus grunge. I like fit. that. Jesus yeah. Grunge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe it's time Lightly to, dirty. Yeah. yeah. Listen to a little. <laughs> oh, please. Oh my God. The counting. Come on. Stop. I know. And we're going to do the original because they do have one from their offerings on, but we'll do it from yeah. the original mm-hmm. with the, I want to. There are a lot of streams on this. One, two, three, four, five, six. You don't usually get up to six oh on the countdown. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try to hit the goalpost on this one. Okay. All right, okay. coming to you at the top of the hour, it's third day, Mr. Mac Attack Pal. By the way, <laughs> get a two-for-one Big Mac deal when you enter our sweepstakes up here at the Christian radio station. That's Big Macs, not Big Fish, even though we are the fish. Now, everybody, raise your hands unless you're in the car and uh, enter into a worshipful space. Get hot and get set on fire. (laughs) DJ was, uh, I just kept going. Some flavor on that at the end. I love it. (laughs) Unless you're in the car. Dragonheart, you know? Dragonheart is what you said? Just like Dragon, I just rips it right out. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, it's Ooh. disgusting. Yeah. Big fan of that. <laughs> it's gross. I mean, it's gross. It's fine. But maybe there is something to the idea of American music and that fire is violent in a way. Consuming <laughs> we fire. Have a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially here in California. But I wonder if it um, speaks uh-uh. to a sort of Christian, <laughs> the American Christian thing of, Mm-hmm. Spiritual warfare. We're at battle all mm-hmm. the time. Clansmen. We're, we're, yeah, Clansmen. <laughs> yeah, American music. Soldiers <laughs> <laughs> in the Lord's army. The Lord's army of pointy-headed, weird-looking oh, ghosts. Oh, we did it. Uh, very American. No, um, no. Yeah, I, I can't get over the consuming fire. <laughs> the way they said that. That day that they decided to do that, they did that. I love it. I, do you know so what? I was kind of relieved, though. Oh, no, yeah. you go ahead. Go but, ahead. Well, I was going to ask, you, you You led worship with this song because I feel like this would be a difficult one for the congregation to like get in that in that pocket. It's a weird mm-hmm. rhythm. You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right about that. Um, I think that a lot of the times what happened was because we were like the Partridge family. 
band was we were like, who cares? <laughs> we'll do it. We're going to zoom <laughs> it anyway. Like it. This will be a performance number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we took out the sequence. This is a special um, um, song. Yeah, this yes. is a, exactly. <laughs> it's a special offering. <laughs> yes, um, special offering. We lifted it up. <laughs> Actually, what's funny about this song in a lot of ways is that my, so my brother spent, my oldest brother spent like a summer just, just like shredding his hands, learning every Jimi Hendrix um, solo. Wow. <laughs> and so he was very obsessed with, with, and he had, he had since left the church, but he would come back periodically if we wanted to play this song. And he would sing it. He would sing it. He would play it. And at the time I was playing the drums. Cause that's, I learned how to play the kit before I learned how to play guitar which is hilarious because it was like my moment mm-hmm. when there's oh, a little drum solo at seriously. the end. Wow. And every time I was like, I'm so sweaty. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to get it. And I'm going to nail this this ride. <laughs> I'm going to get it. And yeah, so this I, I the first time I listened to it after you guys said this is what we were going to talk about. I was like, great, I'm just going to turn it on. And I turned it on and he did that like, one, two, three, four. It's like, and I just like I started to like cry and laugh at oh the same time. Wow. <laughs> what a moment! <laughs> you know what I mean? Mama, like, I'm home. I'm home. I'm back. <laughs> it's so ridiculous because when you think about the song, it's like there's not there's not even a second verse. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Literally one verse. Tw- what a cop out. Didn't matter. It's just matter. the fire metaphor for God. God is a consuming fire. I guess it's. It's based on probably a few verses from the Bible, but uh, probably the most primary of which is Hebrews 12, 28 through 29. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful. And so worship God acceptably with reverence and in awe, for our God is a consuming fire. <laughs> there it is. Okay, Bible Gateway over there. Yeah, got that. the Hebrews pulled. It's right there. I love it. No, it's based it's on the, what else the are we going to talk about? No, it's good. Christian yeah. Podcast. <laughs> it's amazing. The Bible. Um, yeah. It sounds yeah, scary yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. Consuming fire. Consuming fire. Scary. Well, yeah. I think that's also a byproduct of living in Southern California for all your life. <laughs> that's true. And, it's like, well, no, we yeah, don't want most that. Most of my life oh, now. No. Um, yeah. Well, yes, of course it is very violent. My memory of this is having mm-hmm. seen Third Day once or twice in concert. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing them mm-hmm. at the Woodlands, Texas church. I forget, but it was the big Baptist wow. church that they used uh-huh. as concert venues for all the Christian recording artists that would come through. And I remember okay. Kendall Payne, who is a singer-songwriter I loved growing up. Yeah. Kendall Payne had a song called Closer to Myself. Uh, okay. And Supermodels. Mm. Supermodels was the theme song for Ryan Murphy's first TV show, Wasteland. Mm-hmm. So that's how I remember her. But she was the opener, and then Third Day was the headliner. And they did Consuming Fire, and that was the big, like, kind of altar call worship moment. And I remember certain guys I was friends with at the time being like, it was there like, oh, fuck yeah, we got worship. <laughs> it got now. them juiced. Yeah. Woo! Got them so <laughs> jacked up on it. So I do have, like... <laughs> Burned literally, fire burned in my mm-hmm. brain is like mm-hmm. images of my friends Kent and Brent and Jordan just like wilding so out is. to this song. Yeah. And the Woodlands, <laughs> Texas. It. Yeah. Well, this is like, I mean, I this is the era of being on fire for the Lord, mm-hmm. right? Like that phrase, mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. on fire. Acquire on the fire. fire. Yeah, acquire the fire was huge. So this was probably well, just also really well timed to. Yeah, to be the, the juicer culture. at the end. Yeah, fire culture was huge <laughs> at the time. It was in the zeitgeist. It was the moment. And to have <laughs> this that was like really themed good. in that, um, they probably didn't intend for that to be the case. But it's also, mm-hmm. you know, very, I think of this as very like 
what evangelicals love about the early church too and like right in Acts, you know, everyone was like super on fire and they literally had the flames of fire and they were like speaking in tongues and like everyone was just like, like, bah! like a beam of God, like coming straight through them, you know? Ew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's good. And it's so exciting and, uh, and especially like the on fire thing always tied into like how complacent we are as Americans and how like mm. we're so lukewarm and we don't care anymore or mm-hmm. we're too scared to tell our teacher we want to pray during history class or whatever like the gambit <laughs> oh, no. was at the time. Oh, no. <laughs> um, no, the most offensive thing you could do. Yes. Uh, so it, it is a, it's it's a, yeah, it's, it's like an action um, worship song that is not yeah. militarized, which is also interesting because a lot of them yeah, were very like, military that would get you moving victory we're gonna mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna be the army of god yeah Everybody pick up your sword down, and blah, blah, blah. yeah that mm-hmm. kind of stuff mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. wmds weapons of mass deity i suppose <laughs> uh, <laughs> what have you take your pick <laughs> um i think this also i mean should we put this in conversation with the hillsong song because that's what i think of when i think of the well, there is fire. another oh, okay. ccm oh, worship song fire fan into flames, flames. A passion. Yeah, something like I remember, that. I remember playing that a lot in my mm-hmm. college uh, praise big team one, band big that one. I was a part of. Yes. Consuming yeah. Fire by, yes, yeah. I guess Hillsong has supplanted Somebody. it as the supreme <laughs> consuming fire. Okay, okay, whoa, okay, whoa. okay. Back it up. <laughs> okay. Not in the Katie charts. The flame of the moment. <laughs> Today's flame. <laughs> but it does feel like no, that as no. far as like if you ask uh, a Christian worship leader... Consuming right. Fire, they'd be like, they would play that song before this song because right. this one's a little that more, makes sense. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess a little more esoteric, but a little more novel. And yes, harder to sing along to. Harder to that, sing along to. Da, 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 da is right. not as difficult to sing along to. The nursery rhyme. <laughs> yeah. I had totally forgotten about that, to be honest. Like I had totally blocked that one out. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay. How much it's of fine. the Hillsong catalog um, do you think is still in there? In, oh, God. In, in your head. So in the old much of the Hillsong <laughs> catalog. So much. Then, actually, at our church, Bethel was really big for oh, a while. Yes. And so we did mm. all the Bethel songs. But then there was this, like, one worship leader who only exclusively played oh. David Crowder songs. Oh. Then, <laughs> which are, like, notoriously difficult to sing. I don't know. Like, very oh, yeah, hard. Yeah. And play. And they're all weird and on purpose. And, like, he's like, no, keep up. He's a loyalist. Um, yeah, yeah, good times, good times. Yeah, I don't mind simplicity in worship songs. I think that's I mean, kind of the sense. point, right? That's kind of the point. You're yeah. you're trying to get people to sing along. You're trying to get people to sing the songs. And then I can shock I everybody it. with how good my harmonies are. Ooh, yeah, you want a <laughs> nice <laughs> flat Simple, melody, <laughs> so Caroline can do a little jazzing that's it right. up on the I'm on hit, top I'm of it. The third, I'm yeah. fifth. <laughs> so, so someone later can be like, um, can you stop doing that? It's like, yeah, no, 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 no problem. <laughs> I thought you were going to invite me up to the stage and get on mic, but that's all right. <laughs> I talked about this. This comes up when we talk about harmonies in, in worship. Mm-hmm. In that Diedrich Bonhoeffer book, uh, Life Together, he uh-huh. specifically yeah. writes against the idea of, of harmonies. He says, please don't do harmonies when you worship in church. What? Do it in one voice. Oh. It's so distracting. Oh, my and show God. And when you do harmonies. Like hit, I could so see that. Distracting. Such a grumpy dude. He's a grumpy guy. Grumpy guy. Who tried to kill like, him? Yeah, that's like, <laughs> like so funny. Can we make this as unpleasant as possible? For yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, simple. Music Please. is showboating. <laughs> <laughs> 
Katie, do you ever feel like because of how much uh, Christian music you have played when you were trying to write your own original music mm-hmm. that it would peek through mm-hmm. on accident <laughs> or like <laughs> the sounds does. of it would like infuse? 100% oh, yeah. <laughs> 100% does. 100% does. Yeah, for sure. Because like I, so like confession, I, as a, as a, as a worship leader, you don't really need to know how to play guitar really. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I learned, I learned how to play guitar simply because my brothers went to college and I needed to be able to play along with myself essentially. So oh, like I learned how to I play see. chords mm-hmm. and that was fine for the, you know? Yeah. So I was, you know, I was allowed to play on stage because it was like, she has a nice voice and she's not ugly. You know what I mean? Like that was like the, the gist of it. Like she, she's fine. Presentable. You know, like that was mm-hmm. it. So she can do it up there. That's fine. Um, and, and yeah, so I never really had to learn a whole bunch. So like, sometimes I'll sit down and I'll be like, God damn it. Like I know four chords and that's not really true, but like, you know what I mean? Like I know the same chords and I follow the same patterns. And, um, Mm -hmm. as a lot of these, and you're talking about those like Coldplay songs, like that is a hard thing to shake because when you're like the whole point of a song is the bridge. Like, (laughs) all we need to do (laughs) is get to the bridge, make it quiet, and then make it loud. Say the same word a bunch of times. And then, I don't know, somebody else plays something and we'll be fine. It will be good. And then cut to acapella for a second. And then right back in, oh shouting. 100% of the time, please do that. I'm going to crush. Everybody drop out. Crush. Light a Whereas if I was a worship leader, we would get to the bridge and I would say, Lord, I'm sorry for the sins I committed. I would die. I'm sorry so for the things Father, I've I'm done. Sorry. I'm you came sorry. to save me from the oh, dead you raised me. blue. In victory, you have won. <laughs> That's good. Fire That's good. is a metaphor, too, because I guess we're talking about it in the sense of something spreading quickly in in sort of like a rapturous way in a destruction. Right. Like yeah. we want God to be a consuming fire, like a, as far as the POV of Mr. McPowell and this song, he mm-hmm. wants God to be consuming fire. But fire has so traditionally, at least in most normal mm-hmm. songwriting, been a metaphor for passion and love. And mm-hmm. I think they're kind mm-hmm. of capitalizing on both those things at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, the most Boy famous, what's that? It's a boyfriend Jesus. Boyfriend Jesus a little bit. bit. Mm -hmm. Like you kind of want like, oh, what are these things I'm feeling? It's a consuming (laughs) fire. Yeah. Uh, That's how you would describe Mm. romance a lot. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or Mm -hmm. lust in the case of the song Fire by the Pointer Sisters. (laughs) Uh, or, yeah, sure, yeah. Or that. Everyone knows that song, <laughs> that? right? Yeah. That's yeah, it. that's how it goes. Oh. <laughs> Zippity-doo, <laughs> lust. Zippity-doo, fire. Cha-cha-cha. I think, what do I think about that song, Consuming Fire? I mean, I don't know. I think I think the the that idea of like the of Pentecost of like, being engulfed by and like carried by this thing transformed by right because like refiners fire all this stuff like burn mm-hmm. away the bad so that the only thing left is the diamond yes. um, or whatever it is at the heart of that metaphor yes. um i think that's kind of that's what it that's what it feels like and what's interesting about this particular like the way that the song was presented then when it was made with the video i don't know if you want to talk about the video well, yeah, oh, I, I, I have a feeling you you definitely do. <laughs> well, I want to talk about the video. Well, the video is like, but in this in this like awful, what looks like a terrible wasteland of like half underwater. Oh, sure. Broken like a down. Desert? Ta- 
Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but so it's a, it's a real place. Our it's God in your, is a consuming it's, swamp. <laughs> it's, he's the worst. And look at him a little squatting on his little I love how it, uh, <laughs> it has the filter of like any Hollywood movie like filmed in Mexico. It's like, oh, it's <laughs> so hot. Look the at middle. the yellows. <laughs> <laughs> what are these roller skates? Who are these children? I don't know. The whole thing is going to be... But like the fact that they... It was like... It's water. Like, you know what I mean? The whole time I was like, but wait, but it's Where's water. The, yes. Where's the fire? But it's bad water. It's not good water. This... Unless totally, that's good Yeah, water? it looks like a know. flooded earth rather than right. a scorched right. earth, I guess. Yeah. So this is apparently a real... Pl- it's a place in Southern California. Oh, that is like a, um, it's called word. Salton Sea. Oh, I did it. Oh Don't you worry. Oh, Salton Sea, sea I've heard I think. Of that. Isn't that in the desert? But it, it was like a, yeah, it was like a resort town oh built God. up in the early 1900s that like, because the, the lake couldn't drain or something, it was like polluted by nearby farms and like pesticides and stuff like that. And so the whole town just like went to shit. Oh my God. And everything is disgusting and poisoned. The water is not like you. Sh- they shouldn't be in that water. They should get out of that water. All the actors <laughs> in this water right now. Get there out of the water, guys. There are a lot of them. Oh my well, God. there is a message that Some at the end children. of this music video where it says, everyone involved in the making of this video was harmed and had to be hospitalized <laughs> Just so you after know. shooting here. They all lose their legs. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, he's working so look at that this. water. Oh, he's splashing oh, it. in it. He's drinking it. A it's young Katie's hubba hubba. <laughs> Yeah. Although it, that it was so hard, it was so hard when we were this age when this this song came out to watch a Christian music video. Where could you go? Where would we have watched to, it? To True, it? yeah. Because it's the, like yeah. you gotta you watch. I saw them on like Disney Channel or VH1 right. or whatever yeah, I was watching. Yeah, it unless it's like relying. Yeah. So you would have to wait until late night on the Christian yeah. TV stations like TBS because Third Day didn't. They didn't cross over ever, no. right? They didn't do anything. No, no they, they were like to. exclusively, we're having church mm-hmm. service here tonight, right? Like that was their thing, right? Yeah. That was like we're their... gonna have worship service here. I believe you're, dis- you're describing the spoken word intro to, on the offerings album to your oh, right. Do you we're know what? I've equated that to my experience of seeing them in concert. Like I was like, oh, they must have said it then, but I don't think they did. I think it's a exclusively from the album. <laughs> no, they remembered it. Like, no, but the album is a, is a recording of one of their live shows because that was okay. mixed where it was like some in the studio, some live. So right. I think it was. Right, 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 right. Maybe was you were at show. that recording. Maybe I was there. Yeah. <laughs> it was me. I was the one. You were the one. Sure. Go ahead, Mac. Katie. Take it off. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like far in the background, just like a, a woman shrieking, take it off. After he says, we're a worship service. And you're like, <laughs> I love that. Like Toad going to the Gaga concert. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. That didn't happen. Oh, Oh my God. Oh, my gosh. I like Mag Powell's voice. I know it's fun to clown on. We talked about the butt rock of it all. And he's definitely (laughs) doing an Eddie Vedder adjacent sort of tribute voice in a way. But guess Mm -hmm. what? I like Eddie Vedder's voice. So I even like it when I like Eddie Vedder. I do. I do like it. And you know, I was relieved to find out he had a brief podcast. I did do a little more research. I listened to Mac Powell's podcast a little <laughs> bit. Mac too. on the air? Was, yeah. Mac Ooh, on the air. Okay. Mac and Ch- was Chubb Pod. Somebody else. <laughs> yeah, a Powell Pod. That would have been a better name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, for it than it had. Mac um, on but the like, air. I was kind of relieved to know that he had, like, he does have a gravelly voice. I was sort of like, good for you, buddy. Oh, yeah. That okay. So that pretend. wasn't a total affectation. <laughs> it wasn't like, like hello, his my sound. name is yeah, Mac Powell. Oh, I oh, come my from yesterday. Was a day. No. No. 
All right, here's the question. Is Mac Powell vaccinated? Do we think he's vaccinated? Oh, come on. I know, Don't sorry. Yeah, he is, right? Like, wasn't he kind of a... Uh... fun to do vaccination fan today <laughs> with so all fun. of our Christian artists. So Why do I feel like I remember him... Um, last time we had researched him, he had spoken out of something sort of progressive-y. Do you I remember think what he, I'm talking about? I think the thing that we're thinking of, Caroline, is that he allowed himself to be photographed with Jennifer Knapp, and it seemed like... Oh. <laughs> I think they, like, played a concert Huge together. Huge strides. Uh, my, my best activist, Mac Powell, showed up in a photo. <laughs> in a photo Thank with you. a gay woman. <laughs> he is doing the oh work. Oh, my Damn. God. I thought it was something else. Poor Man. There might have been something honestly. else. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I don't get total, like hardcore right-winger from him for some reason. Mm. Um, so for that reason, I'm going to say vaccinated. Okay. Well, I oh. I Googled Mac Powell oh, vaccine, and the first thing that comes no. up is Colin Powell <laughs> vaccine. No. <laughs> may he rest in something, something. I guess. Yeah. So may he rest. We, we may oh, never God. know. Yeah. Now, if they made this song now, man, what kind of metaphor could they use for something that spreads quickly, that destroys... <laughs> That maybe person to person, like, yeah, from person Habits to person. your body. <laughs> Our God is a consuming. What should we call? I don't know. Is that strange? I, I know, know, like Breathing. right, right wing <laughs> person has done like a God is the actual pandemic we need song. Oh, totally. Yeah, <laughs> like. Too soon. Like, not Give God is years. the vaccine. The virus is, is the, sin. God, we need, but no, but that God is the virus. God is the virus. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Virus should be the gospel, and it needs to spread no. everywhere. That oh assumes God, that you feel. believe the virus is spreading. <laughs> and it is true. happening. Yeah. It's not just something place. made up by flip flop fashion. Just getting a little sick. Oh, oh. No. Okay. Well, that I think it's time to sad. get to maybe our final thoughts on this mm-hmm. song. You know the way this works, Katie. We're going to give it a holy toast or holy roast. Holy toast is a thumbs up. And we send Mac and his wet little body from that music video all the way to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Or Holy Rose, that's when we send it to the most consuming fire. Or if we're not convinced one way or the other, we can send it to... The space between. Mm. All right, Caroline, we start yeah. with you. Um, I'm going to give this a holy toast. I don't mm-hmm. like the way he sings. I don't like this song in particular. What I do like... As I feel like his heart was in the right place, okay. and he Aww. he did the dang thing. Nice. You know, and he wrote a song. He wrote a weird rhythm. He he did it, and he re- he made his little music video. And I like that. And I didn't. I don't ever want to stop him from doing that. He counted to six mm. in this song. Yeah. How many he Christian artists have way. ever counted to <laughs> that six? That alone. That alone. The effort to count to six. <laughs> I I hand mm. I, I tip my hat to him. One, two, three. Toast. Has there ever been a more famous? Six count series of numbers. Come on, no. no. <laughs> one, two, three. Dead in a ditch. Can't, never heard of her. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. Hey, Caroline, I was, <laughs> I was, I was, pl- I was for real playing this game with some friends the other night, in which I said, oh. uh, "I'm gonna put every Bruce Springsteen song ever recorded on a playlist and put on shuffle. Play one second or less of it for me, and I'll see if I can identify it." Could you do it? I had nine game for all. I had ninety five percent accuracy wow. from Shut one second or less. Good. That's, That's incredible. So is this something a second service in which we do it based on countdowns? Based on <laughs> the way he's One, counting two, the numbers. Three, can four, I get five. the song? Oh my gosh, I love it. That could be. Something. I hope you don't have to do the research yeah. to find out all the countdowns that have happened in Christian music. Oh yeah, that's gonna be painful for you. Oh no, not Christian music. I mean Bruce. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Bruce? Okay. Yeah, well, just Bruce. That's oh my things. gosh. That changes things. <laughs> hey. Uh, this one's Bruce. 
if, Correct. If, if any of y'all listening out there have an artist with a pretty sizable catalog, that's a fun game to play with friends. Make yeah. a Spotify playlist of all their songs. The, song, the artist you love. Put it on shuffle. And then <laughs> have them quiz you. Yeah. And they'll be like, uh, yeah, no, run. And the <laughs> party on, is going to get started. Yeah. It's going to get lit. Well, let me show People you. People leave. No, this is what you do. You make it a competition. So like, say you love oh, Bird since Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> And then, Katie, let's say your favorite artist is Third Day. And then you see, like, sure. you score points. <laughs> and then based on how many points, you can win. It doesn't oh, have to be So everybody same. has Isn't to make their fun? own playlist. Like a blast. <laughs> <laughs> everybody has their own. Actually, you're getting me on board. Everybody has their own, their own artist, artist playlist that they're about. I get it. Although then it's not really fun for anybody else. because Unless they're, like, really, like, they uh, they know. There, there can only be two people at playing at a time. Right. Okay. 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 But say like, yeah, it was like me with Bruce, and then someone with like the Beatles, or someone who has like, yeah, mm-hmm. like a hundred mm-hmm. something songs. That's yeah, that's fine, right? That's Could a be fun, fun game. Could be fun. Yeah, it's a lot of pre work. Listeners, I feel. I feel like it's sound a lot of off. Is that fun? <laughs> Let me know. We'll put that in the poll. I think it's a fun road trip game too. <laughs> Uh, that's fair. Yeah, road trip I'm with you there. I'm sense. with you there. <laughs> another another good road trip one is if you like run through the dial of the radio in a random state and just mm-hmm. like in the shortest amount of time be able to identify which one Christian oh, songs. Oh, oh yes, that's a really good one. I always feel very smart. <laughs> a while or now of its time. <laughs> All right, Katie, we turn to you. What do you give this song? I'm going to give it a holy toast, a hundred percent for nostalgia alone, yes. and also that giant T-shirt he's wearing mm. in the music video. Loose fit. For those reasons, <laughs> loose fit. He's heaven bound. <laughs> oh, gracious. <laughs> Room to breathe. <laughs> Need to breathe. <laughs> Need to breathe. Need to breathe. Five foul. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Well, listen, uh, we've gotten two toasts so far. What does heat and fire do? To bread, it does toast it. So I will give wow. it a holy toast myself. Because mm, I've been that. listening to the song in one form or fashion or another for 20 years. That's weird to think <laughs> That's about. Crazy. And That's it is something time. I think structurally works for what it is. It doesn't make me feel like I'm a bad person who's nothing. When you said I True. am nothing and you're in the first half of the show, that mm-hmm. definitely did send me back to a time of like, I remember saying that in my head a good amount. And having it be like, not like, hey, don't be down yourself, but affirmed by our yeah, community like, of like, nice job. Yes, you, are. you are nothing. <laughs> you are nothing. That's happened. correct. I am nothing. <laughs> no, I'm like, am I 20? Not when I was like 10. Well, probably when I was 10, too. Oh, no. I am yeah, nothing. I hope not. Without Garfield or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Odie. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, holy toast for me. Ooh. Wow, we did it. The, the fire we consumed us, and yes. we're burning for this song. Thank you, Mr. Mac. You can give it a roast or toast yourself at Christian Fun Pod. So get out there and. And. Where is she? Pokemon, go to the pole. She was resting. I was waiting. Girls, the economy. Hey, Hillary, get all the rest (laughs) you need, girl. Sweetheart. Well Mm. done, good and faithful public (laughs) servant. (laughs) (laughs) I still need to watch Hillary and Hulu. Oh, man. I still haven't watched that. I haven't done it either. Should be your next screening. Yeah, no. Once six sessions over, I'll have yeah. all my friends over for okay. Hillary and Hillary. <laughs> all right, we're dimming the lights in here. We're lighting the candles, and we're taking it for to a more worshipful space, uh, a space where maybe there's an erotic pregnant woman on stage, just absolutely <laughs> demanding your attention. <laughs> she knows exactly what she's doing with her belly button all out like that. 
Absolute madness, debauchery Disgusting. from the stage. <laughs> Katie, we're not here to plug ourselves or to promote our projects. We're here to lift them up to the Lord. Mm. Uh, mm. For, not for the approval of man, but for the approval of the Lord. And we'll start as per usual with Caroline. You can um, keep me accountable and reproach me for any sort of debauchery Good. online at Caroline's Farts. This week, I'm going to lift up absolutely bonkers, great music album, Silk Sonic, baby. It's finally out. We've gotten all these singles coming wow. out that were so good. The full album is out. It's uh, it's the best. I've been listening to it nonstop. It's a really great, nice 70s vibe. It's kind of funny. It's great. It's Anderson, Pack, Puck, and uh, Bruno Mars. And uh, yes, we can say what anyone says about anything they recommend now by describing the short length of it. It's only 30 minutes long, this Oh album. my God, it's so short. It's so great. Short. It's great. There's so only nice? hits. There's no filler. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> so good. All right. So Sonic, Katie, we turn it to you. Yeah, you can um, you can you can lift me up at uh, Katie underscore Callahan underscore music. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very smooth mm-hmm. on Instagram. Uh, and you can uh, listen to my album, The Water Comes Back, which is streaming wherever you stream, and all the other water meta- water metaphors as well. <laughs> all sprinklers, um, oh. stream is sprinkler. Oh, you know, Gutters. a lot um, condensation. Gutters. It's a lot of things. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, and I'm also going to lift up this YouTube series I've been watching Ooh. called Ask a Mortician. Which <gasps> I love weird. her. Oh, those Wait, are so good. Caitlin Doty. Oh, yeah. Yes. Caitlin Doty is her name. She went to my high school and gave me my tour of my, okay, of my high school. Wow. And she does not know who I am. And that's okay. <laughs> but I know, know who she is. <laughs> I know her. And I love her and really appreciate the work she does. So I'm going to yes. lift her right up. Time to think about death. All right. Very helpful. (laughs) I saw a a comedy show with her about six years ago, and it was very fun. Oh, yeah. She's great. Yeah. Uh, Well, thank you, Katie. You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter on Letterboxd. uh, Oh, yeah. Peloton and OnlyFans. (laughs) Yeah. The three main social media platforms. Can I change my lift up? What? Y'all, we need to lift up Kevin's discounted OnlyFans okay. profile. It's a flash sale. Black Friday is coming up. We need to move units so you guys can be spending your cash. If you stop buying coffee for just half a day, you half can afford day. Kevin's OnlyFans, okay? So please support him. How can you resist? Show up for my friend. Have, have I only posted once in the last nine days? That's right. Did and that's only, customer service. Did OnlyFans send me an email saying, hey, you haven't posted in nine days. <laughs> they sure did. Do you l- l- even like this? <laughs> Do you understand Do the you platform? Like Do I only have one OnlyFan right now? Sure, but I'm hoping to double that by the end of the year, and I think we yeah. can with your help and with your support. Yes, you can. Lori Porter yes. can't be the only one. Laura, my <laughs> <Wait>. mom? Yeah. <laughs> Laura. Oh, yeah. Laura, excuse me. I'm Honey. sorry. <laughs> I bet I can convince her it's just a nice website it's where people do another kind stuff. of Patreon. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it kind of is. It is. Uh, I'll lift up, uh, I don't know. You know what? You know what I watched on the plane recently? Yeah, I'm going to lift up Jurgen. Jurgen on Great British Bake Off this season. Oh, oh Jurgen. Lift him sweet up. Right up. Little <laughs> German man who sounds like Winnie the Pooh oh. and has the cutest <laughs> little face. 
and it's just yes and and katie is eyebrows? doing a, is a visual representation of, of his uh <laughs> facial hair in the form of his eyebrows oh yeah on his face oh Love everything gracious uh so sweet jurgen sweet what are you watching that on chicks yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay, I'm going to yeah, check that out. I need that back in. Yeah, it might be Bless done them. by the time this comes out. They're but... getting me through. They're oh, baby. Through. Yeah. The the contestant quality is in inverse proportion to the host-like ability this season, unfortunately. Yeah, I do agree. <laughs> but uh, we love Jurgen. We love little German Winnie the Pooh. So and much. you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. You can go to patreon.com slash goodchristianfun for more good Christian fun. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. This month's charity is Feeding America. Katie Callahan, thank, thank you Katie. so much for being it on the show. was a pleasure. Show. Oh, thank, thank you for having for, me. for causing us to stumble on the Zoom. You know, it's what I do. <laughs> thank you for Just taking us up, back. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing left to say except for an all of Pod's people said... Okay. A- okay. I love, I love you. you. Amen. Amen. Katie, what's a <laughs> either a third day song or jars of clay song or another oh. CCM oh song God. that you would like oh us to Or a Katie Callahan original. You can also request one of those. Either or. Cheese Louise. I feel like that would be too much. Um, but <laughs> how about you play Work by Jars of Clay? Because the music video made me think of it because there's a disproportionate amount of water in it. Work, okay. work, 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 work. This is work. work, Caroline. That's a different. It's a different <laughs> work. Different. Not as fun. So <laughs> fun, but for not the as fun. Subgenre of the Wet Boys of CCN. <laughs> Here comes another one. This is, is Jars of Clay with Work from their 2006 album Good Monsters. Now listen, Kanye West put out a song called Monster, but this isn't it. And this is a different kind of song because <laughs> it's by a band, not by a rap artist. And uh, listen, how's everybody doing? My life is going pretty good. Intro. Things are looking up. And I'm going to so talk long. to you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. I cannot trust these forces. That was a HeadGum Podcast.